0: I know when I was younger, I always looked up to adults like, dang, they got it all figured out. But I'll tell you right now, I know the adults now. We all don't have it figured out. So use your own intuition. What I'm saying is trust yourself, question things. And if you have an idea, if you have a thought, invite curiosity about it. What's up, pals? And welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, my name is Hallie and I'm a creator on TikTok and YouTube. And this is a place for us to go deeper. So for today's episode, I've been trying to make content that's more geared toward what you guys want to hear, like a a nice, beautiful, happy medium of like what you guys want to hear and what I enjoy talking about. And so I put out a poll on the YouTube channel asking you guys three different topics or I guess series that you guys would want to hear. One being things I'd tell my younger self, the other one being things I wish I knew about being in your twenties. And the third one was something to do with business. Uh, The first two that I mentioned, Those got the most votes. It was almost 50 50 actually for those two. So, today's topic's gonna be a little bit of a combination of those two. So, what we're talking about today are five things that I wish I knew before I turned 20. I'm 25 right now, for reference, if you guys don't know, if anyone doesn't know how old I am. So, essentially, I am, these are things that I would tell my younger self, but it's also things. That i've learned the hard way being in your 20s that i wish i knew beforehand so let's get into it one more thing i do want to say before we get into this topic this is essentially a sweeping generalization based on my personal experience my opinions my philosophies things that i've picked and pulled out of life based on my experience specifically. So I think, I think everyone has a different frame of reference. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But I hope some of these things, I I think they definitely will help you. So now, now let's jump right in. So what would I say to my 15 year old self? Number one, you are not supposed to know what you want to do with your life. You're not, you don't have to. Nine times out of 10, you never know. Life is ever evolving. I don't know what I wanna be when I grow up, I'm 25. Nobody knows what they wanna be when they grow up. It's okay to not know what you wanna do with your life. 15, whatever age we're talking about, below 20, you're young. You're young in your 20s, you're young in your 30s. You have so much time. The pressure that I felt and that you can often feel to know what you want to do with your life can be so heavy. It can be overwhelming. It can be unmotivating. So just know that it's okay to not know. When someone asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up? When someone asks you, what's your career going to be? What are you going to college for? What are you passionate about? If you don't know the answer to that question it's okay to say I don't know yet or to say I'm figuring it out or maybe there's a few things you're interested in right now that maybe you're not you know ready to take a lifelong commitment for that being your thing so be okay with not being there yet because I know in my experience school and society put that huge pressure on me and I was always stressing about oh my god I have to know what I want to do by the time I go to college I have to know what I want to do by the time I graduate and tell you right now, all of those things have changed so many times for me and I still don't feel like I know what I want to do with my life. Number two, life is incredibly different outside of a structured environment. Now, this one isn't necessarily good or bad. And I think I want to talk a little bit about what I see as good versus bad in terms of being in a structured environment. And by structured environment, I mean school, like the school system or having a nine to five and just kind of going through a path that's already laid out for you. So if you think of the schooling system, it's essentially a timeline laid out for you and i know we do have some international listeners so i'm speaking from like an american school system perspective you essentially have a timeline laid out for you from the time you turn five ish five years old until you're 18 if you don't go to college and if you do go to college low to mid 20s right you have this timeline laid out for you step by step of what you're quote unquote supposed to be doing you go to kindergarten you go to grade school, you go to middle school, you go to high school, and then you potentially go to college. And throughout all of that, there's very specific things, very specific success metrics set out. Like if you get good grades, thumbs up, you're doing good. That's kind of what the school system says. And I'm not saying that's all bad are all good which is what i'm going to get into next what i kind of think are the nuances of the good the bad and the ugly but it's just kind of to think of the idea that the schooling system and then if you go on to a nine to five it's a very structured lifestyle and it kind of gives you a path to be on and you don't necessarily have to think about why it's happening or you don't have to question authority or you don't have to question, like, why am I learning this? Do I even want to be learning this? So let's let's get into the good and the bad, right? This is very much an opinion. So again, take or leave what resonates. But to me, the security of it, I think, can be good in terms of mental health. It gives you something to work towards. And a very tangible thing to work towards. I'll use grades as an example. So in school, for me, I would, you know, I was very perfectionist. So I'm like, I'm going to get the good grades and then I'm going to feel good about myself because I got the grades, right? So having that structure in place it was good because it allowed me to feel good about myself and do something i was good at but i think where it can be bad is like that's just one way of doing things you could be good at tests right? Or you could be bad at tests. You could be a genius, but maybe you're just bad at tests because you don't like the pressure. I don't think that the system's perfect in, you know, being structured for everybody, but I just think that it can be good. It can be bad. For me, it was good in some ways, but it was bad in other ways. So for me, it was good because I had that feeling of security, that step-by-step process to work through to feel like I was doing something good and working towards something in my life. In terms of the bad side of it, I think almost the security that it gave me, it didn't challenge me to think why. Like, it didn't challenge me to sit there and think, okay, why am I going to school for 12 years? Why am I learning about biology? Why am I learning about chemistry? Am I even interested in that? Is that just something I have to do? What's the point of all this? Why should I go to college? Am I going to college because I want to go to college? Or am I going to college because I feel like I have to go to college? You know what I mean? And I'm glad, by the way, that I went to college. I think I learned so much in my college experience. I wouldn't trade that experience for anything, but what I'm saying is I didn't necessarily even consider the option of not going to college. I think I made the right choice not having that option, I guess, but the way the system works, I think it is shifting nowadays, but for me, that wasn't even an option. Like, I was going to college, right? So long story short, I've spent a lot of time on this one. I want to move to the next one. But life, I I didn't get a corporate job. I started my business right out of college. So I immediately left that structure. So I got to see the flip side of things. And life outside of a structured environment... Like school that I've now experienced for the past three years. It's so different because you're carving your own path. It feels like you can do anything, which can be good, but it can also be difficult to deal with because you're overwhelmed with options. I feel that stress and that pressure all the time. And it's also difficult because without those set forth success metrics that you get within a structured environment, like even if it's a corporate job and they're like, all right, if you submit this proposal by the end of the week, you had a successful week because your boss said that's what you had to do and that's what you had to check off the list. In my case, you know, having your own business or going off and doing your own thing, I can't just feel like, oh, check that off my list. I don't always feel successful when I do that because it's more results oriented. It's like, did I make, you know, an income this month? Like, what was my income this month? Everything isn't so set forth, so I often struggle with my mental health sometimes because I'm like am I doing the right thing? Am I being productive or successful? I don't know. I don't know if this is something you guys relate to. Let me know, but I just think it's important to know and I wish I knew this back then was how different life was going to be past, you know, stepping outside of that structured environment or what some people call the matrix. And the last point I'll say on on the questioning authority point, like not all teachers are good. I look back on some of my teachers and I'm like, why did I just blindly follow what they were saying? Because and that's what I mean by questioning, like authority or questioning the learning and the things you're being taught. Throughout the system, if you're being quote unquote good you're quiet and you're not questioning things but I think it it's actually very important to question sometimes what you're learning not in a ultra you know you don't have to be a rebel but just think if something seems off to you just because someone's older than you doesn't mean they're right. You know, like adults don't have everything figured out. I unfortunately have to break that to you. I know when I was younger, I always looked up to adults like, dang, they got it all figured out. But I'll tell you right now, I know the adults now, we all don't have it figured out. So use your own intuition. What I'm saying is trust yourself, question things. And if you have an idea, if you have a thought, invite curiosity about it. So the third thing I would tell my younger self before 20, is to focus on learning how to build all kinds of relationships, not just romantic ones. I think that our society places a very heavy emphasis on romantic relationships and my whole life that was kind of always at the top of my mind. Like, when I was going throughout school, I almost always had a boyfriend, and that was because, I think partially because of, like, The Princess, Happily Ever After movies. Like, I was so into the romantic relationship that I always wanted to have one. thought it was so cute that I eventually got to the point, and I was like, what do I actually want in a relationship? I didn't really know. I think part of it was that I wasn't forming those other types of relationships in a conscious way. Obviously, I had friends. Obviously, I had family. But I wasn't thinking. Like, how do I build the deeper friendships with people? How do I build better friendships with people? How do I build deeper, better relationships with people in my family? How do I communicate better? How can I have some sort of relationship with someone maybe I don't like? Like, You don't have to be BFFs with them, but how can you still tolerate them when needed? Say, for example, you don't like your coworker or maybe you don't like someone on your team or in your class, but because you're on a project with them, you got to deal with them without causing drama. How can you work on that type of relationship? So something I wish I knew is that you can work on those things too, just as much as you can work on trying to get a boyfriend or trying to get a girlfriend, whatever it may be. There really is so much value in all of those different types of relationships. There's so many different ways that you can relate to someone. And I think it's interesting to think about the fact that I used to just solely focus on, you know, having a boyfriend, (laughs) like getting that type of relationship. But in reality, there's so many types of relationships and so many different ways that you can improve your communication skills to improve all of them. And a bonus tip, so this is like a a 3.5. Not all relationships are supposed to be easy. They're not. The fourth thing I wish I knew before I turned 20 is that the world is one gigantic mirror. You don't look out your window and there's just like a reflection back at you. That's not what I mean. This is more symbolic. What you put out, what state you're in internally, you're going to get in return. I don't know how much you guys are into this, but I'm big on the law of attraction. So you attract what you are. If you're in a toxic state of mind, you're going to start seeing and noticing toxic other people in a toxic mindset in your life. So being aware of the fact that the world is a mirror and nine times out of 10, you can take the responsibility that you're projecting your thoughts and feelings onto the world. I think it would have been incredibly helpful for me going throughout high school and college to understand that concept. I could probably do a full episode explaining this topic, so let me know if you guys get it. Number one and number two want me to go more in depth on what I mean by the world is a mirror, but but pay attention to your deepest thoughts and desires and like good traits bad traits and you'll start to notice things in your life you'll start to notice yourself projecting things onto the world for example i notice with my boyfriend sometimes i will like get mad at him about something come to realize either i'm not doing it also or i'm not doing what i want from him at all if that makes sense so like i'm getting mad at him about something i wish he'd do for me but in reality i'm not doing it for him either So like it kind of goes both ways. I don't know if that makes sense. More than anything, I think what I'm trying to say here with the world being a mirror is that work from the inside out. So think about who you are at the core, what you want, what you need to work on yourself. And answering those questions and figuring those things out are going to make the surface level external questions about your life easier. Things like, what do I really want to do with my life? What kind of partner do do I want to be with? What kind of friendships do I want to have? Where do I want to go to college? Stuff like that will be easier to answer if you look inward and answer those deeper questions about yourself. Number five is that there's no right way to do life. This ties back into my second point actually about being in a structured environment because I think there's the idea of the the typical stereotypical life that you're supposed to have. And it looks something like, and this is me being very generalized and, and and explaining a stereotype, but I think you'll know what I mean. And maybe it was just for me growing up. I don't know, but this is how it went. You go to school, you go to college, you meet your boyfriend or something along the way, you get married, and then that's like happily ever after. You have a family and then all this stuff happens. That's kind of the typical path. What I'm saying I wish I knew is that not everyone's has to look that way. One of the most interesting things I've noticed in your 20s is that while you're in school, everyone is on the same timeline because they're in that structured way of life. You're either in first grade, second grade, third grade, sixth grade, 12th grade, and you're with people of your age. You're all in the same spot. You're all paced in the same way. You're all going at the same pace when you're in school, when you're in that structured environment. But once you graduate, some people go to college, some people don't. Some people get married right away. Some people don't get married till they're 40. Some people don't get married till they're 30. Some people have kids in high school. Some people have kids right out of high school. Some people don't have kids at all. You know, it's like once you're out of that structured environment, suddenly nobody is on the same pace. Everybody is at a different pace. Some people are in a corporate job. Some people are starting their business. It's crazy to even see just within my friend group, how many different, I don't wanna say levels because one way isn't better than the other, but like everybody is just on a completely different path at that point. You don't realize that life is gonna take that turn until it does. It can be emotional, right? It's so hard, especially, you know, cause you have your friend groups in college and in high school. And when you're all on the same pace, it's easy. When you're on the at the same pace, like through the structured environment, it's easy to hang out. Once you get into, I call it your own timeline, everybody gets under their own timeline, it's really hard to meet up with people. It's really hard to schedule plans in the same way that you used to with those friends. That's why I wish I knew that there really isn't a right way or a right pace or a right speed to do life. You just got to take it as it comes and stay in tune with your own path. What path you're on is the path you're on. As an example, say three people start their content creation career at the same time. One person blows up immediately. The next person, it takes them two years and then they take off. The third person, you know, they don't see success for five years and then their channel blows up. That's, that's just an example to kind of relate it to anything that can be with kids, family, job, whatever it may be. It's just to kind of drive that point home that no two people's paths look exactly the same and there's no quote unquote, like I said before, right way to do life. There's just your way to do life. So do life. Don't feel bad about doing life your way because you'll find what works best for you. And by tuning into the path you're on, you'll be happier and you'll be less stressed and you'll probably be able to be more successful because you'll be doing what works for you. So I really enjoyed this topic, you guys, and I love doing topics that you guys recommend. I could totally do a part two on this. I probably could have came up with 10 things. Let me know what topics you guys want to hear. If you want to hear a part two of this, let me know. The email is in the show notes. It's Hallie's Passion Project at gmail.com. If this podcast helped you, share it with a friend, leave a review, put it on social media, whatever you're feeling inclined to do. It really helps with the show. And I appreciate all of your guys' support. So thank you guys for listening in. Thank you for you guys on YouTube who voted on this topic. And I will see you all in the next episode. Peace out, podcast beans.